Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Tuesday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Belly Bet. Sports burning partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Merely Bo. Great Z. Oh, oh baby. Look at it out there. It's, uh, Dare I say, next level's next? I'd like to go play golf if that's what you're implying. Yeah, I mean, why not? Who gets hurt? Not us. That's, we got We'd benefit. We'd Do be we have any news? Do we have anything going benefit. on? Well, at least last week is over, and I'm glad I just... <laughs> <laughs> By chance, took the Vikings. Worked out well. I'm glad, and I'm glad that week yeah, for the scores did. is what over. What a mess. Yeah. You I, know what? I, it, the NFL has achieved, um, I think this weekend was probably the best example of it, of the most recent best example of it. The NFL has achieved any given Sunday. It's, yeah. It is, it is done. It is parity. Uh, the margin is so thin between these teams. And when something starts to go wrong, even for a really good team or a great team, it can unravel in a hurry. There were – you look at this weekend, I will do one thought. There were stupefying results this weekend. Stupefying. Not even just Great like – word. It's not even from the standpoint of even, oh, I didn't – we, you know, they didn't cover, we got this. Like, Detroit got absolutely slumped, mm-hmm. absolutely hammered. Um, this Niners team coming off of a loss last week to us goes to Minnesota with an extra day, but nevertheless to Minnesota – and this is a Niners team that was the most comprehensive team in football coming into the game here. And all of a sudden, Minnesota kind of got what they wanted in the game. Um, and there were specifics we can get into later. Um, but there were examples. New England beating Buffalo um, the way that they did. New England had been incompetent for three weeks. And then somehow musters the guts and the courage and the comp- the, the ability. I didn't even think that it was possible for them yeah, right. to go down the field and win after after Buffalo comes all the way back. Um the NFL has done it. They they have any given Sunday true parity. Yeah, and it's fun. It, it was is. a fun game. Watch my dad very unhappy. They didn't deserve to win. Was the text that he fired off at the end of the game? The Niners didn't deserve yeah. to win. Yeah, that's what he was probably not. He was unpleased. And I think I think part of it is you know we talked last year about kind of the effect of playing the Niners and what that meant for teams the following week. I think that to me, Brock Purdy looked like he had not fully recovered from going against the Browns. And that he looked a little rattled. His feet looked a little happier. He looked yeah. a little more unsure of himself in the pocket than the Brock Purdy that we had come to see. So uh, 
It was, and Kirk Cousins, I got to tell you, there is nobody who I became a bigger fan of more in the last 12 months probably than Kirk Cousins. And it started with quarterback or? just as everything about him. Mm-hmm. It started with seeing them go on all, that winning streak and you'd see the videos and Zadarius would be right there and he's in the chains and he's like acting crazy and Kirk Cousins, that was great. But that show quarterbacks. Yep. Showed you a man who is so unbelievably committed to being the best that he can be. So unbelievably committed to being the best quarterback that he can be for his team and to win. And I I think it's cool when, you know, the knock he can't play in primetime. He put on a show last night. When you look at the degree of difficulty of a lot of the throws that he would make as he was getting hit, falling back, off balance, all of it, and the accuracy with which he delivered the football – was incredible. And so I was very happy for Kirk Cousins last night. Uh, they got a gem in Jordan Addison. We all kind of knew that in the sure. draft going into there. And he was, without Justin Jefferson, he was a he was a one. They were doubling him. He was putting on double moves and getting open. He was a legit one. It was Let's stay with Cousins for, for a second. Yeah. You, you were talking about quarterback. And what, what, I mean, I guess it's what I assumed he was like. But to, to, vis- to see it, to see a, what it takes to be a professional quarterback in this league, the type of dedication to craft that it takes, the type of physical dedication it takes to get your body right and then get your mind right and to reload it every week, the type of professionalism that is required to play it at the highest level. Um, and if you don't do those things, you will not. Um, you, we've seen it in recent you know, the, the Johnny Doc was out and just how he went completely the opposite of that. And no matter how talented you are, there is a, a very hard ceiling on it if you are not a pro's pro. This league is too good. Too it good. is too damn good. And he does not – He's a. he is a very – he's obviously from a – in terms of the grand population, he's an, an elite athlete. But he does not have all the elite traits that the great quarterbacks have necessarily. Nor did Manning, quite honestly. Manning had a, had a hose. But, I mean, you not towards the end of his career. But what you have in Cousins is someone who puts the very best version of himself right. on the field every single Sunday. That's right. And that is something that I respect the hell out of, man. Like – They've won a lot of games in Minnesota with him. They they have not been the same in Washington since he left. Um, he had them being competitive year in, year out. They've been competitive in Minnesota year in, and year out. He gives you a fighting chance every single Sunday because he maxes out what he is. And that's so rare. Yes, and, and I think that the juxtaposition in that show was twofold. One, against Patrick Mahomes, who... I don't think I realized I didn't. just how committed he was. And then you take about the fact that he has the gifts to be one of the greatest of all time, if not ultimately the greatest of all time, and that he does that. And then I thought there was a juxtaposition with Marcus Mariota, who wanted it but was sort of sort of, a little soft, a little yeah. eh, nonplussed by the whole thing, whereas yeah. Kirk Cousins was maniacally driven to get every ounce out of whatever gifts he may have. And I think Mahomes is, and that's the difference. Kirk Cousins has maxed out what he was as a fourth-round pick and and somebody who now has been you know, one of the wealthiest quarterbacks in the history of the league, one of the most successful in terms of certainly his stats. Maybe his teams have not achieved the level of greatness of some others. but And then Mahomes, who has those otherworldly gifts. You, can, you don't have a ceiling if you're not committed. You have a, a floor, and you don't have the ability to be a player. And the question is, you know, how much do you want it? And that's why, you know, for example, our good buddy, the Hoff, his dedication to his craft and then his unbelievable gifts combined to make him a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
that's what it that's what it takes. And I think that you know that show showed that so much about Cousins, who would never be confused with having the gifts of a Hoff as a tackle or as a Mahomes as a quarterback. Yeah, but has achieved anyway. Hmm. He's like a little Lebowski urban achiever. He achieved. He really is anyway. He did achieve anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they're, here's the other thing. Like, they are back to three and four now. Oh, they're back in the mix. So they're they're in the they're mix. They're not fire sailing. No, no way. No, 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 no. No way. They're back in the mix fully. Yep. They'll get just Jefferson's out one more week, right? Yep. I think. Has he missed two? I think he's missed two, so I think he's two, two more. more weeks. Okay, so a couple more weeks before Jefferson comes back. Uh, but they, they are certainly well enough off to be able to to handle that. Addison's a stud, um, and, and away you go. So – yeah, I mean, at, from the Niners' perspective, two disappointing losses for them in a row, and now they get the Bengals at home on this Sunday at 425. They get back home, and they get a Bengals team coming off a bye. Yeah, they certainly do, and that's going to be – that'll be uh, an interesting one because that feels like two teams – the Bengals – That's a, it feels like just the way that our division is going, Yeah, they do not want to find themselves at three and four. No, and I – you know – talking a little Bengals this morning and they this is as healthy as they've been since the first day of camp yep you know uh Higgins is going to be a full go Burroughs had a week will to he rest. catch the bowl he throwing the ball I, I don't know but I mean he's been kind of a half go sure for sure. the last couple of weeks so um we'll see whatever happens there but yeah that's that is a very very fun one in that late afternoon window on Sunday uh the Browns return to practice tomorrow we are off today couple of transactions. We've waived running back Deion Jackson. Um, also, uh, the Rams have signed Lucas Haversick off yeah, the Browns kicker. practice squad to replace Brett Maher, who they cut after the disappointing result for him on went Sunday. One for three, and he was going to return to Dallas. Nope, not welcome on that plane flight. Yeah, Maher had a, he had a tough one, and, and that's a thing that stinks because that was a tough one for the Browns because had he played a little bit better in that game, he would – was responsible for seven missed points. Seven points, yeah. So that would have been they lost by seven. Turns out, yeah, that's that could have done it right there. Absolutely. So that that was a big one. And then the news uh, and coach alluded to this, but Jerome Ford out with a low grade high ankle sprain. He's going to reportedly miss a couple of weeks, a week or two on that. So now no Nick Chubb. So now Jerome Ford is out. Uh, Pierre Strong will elevate into that. But remember, we had uh, Kareem Hunt on yesterday. He's dealing with injuries as well. So yes. that room got very thin quickly. Uh, it did, and I think that we will, you know, see Pierre Strong, and, and I like what we've seen from him. A lot of burst. He's a guy who first career is right around seven yards a carry, but no, pretty unproven. Those are that's a small sample size for Pierre Strong. Uh, Jerome Ford showed that burst on the sixty-nine yard touchdown run. You've got Kareem. Uh, the Browns reportedly. Uh, I've seen a report on Twitter that the Browns are signing Jordan Wilkins to the practice squad per source that comes from Brad Stainbrook nine minutes ago. So I don't know if that's true or not, but Wilkins was with us early in or in training camp, remember, and actually looked pretty good, and you thought he was going to end up being the team's third running back. Yeah. And then he had the two fumbles on kind of the exchange issues with Deshaun Watson in Kansas City. That's right. And that was kind of the end of his that run. But he's like a guy who averaged ago. like five yards a carry for his whole career in the NFL. Yeah, we were a productive player. Yeah, he looked he looked good for us. I mean, he had played actually well other than that. And then they make the trade for Pierre Strong. He's released. Uh, if that's true, he would be back. And he's somebody who at least is familiar with our offense and in the event and is a professional. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards in the NFL. If he needed to go play, that he would be able to do that. 
Doesn't that seem like six years ago? Uh, it does seem like quite a, a while ago, yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's still so much of this season to go. So you got, what, 11 games left? Four and two? Yeah. 11 yeah. games left? 11 late. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's nuts. Long, long season. Yeah, what do you got? What is he doing? We're trying What's to do doing? a show. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. Where's he going? We're doing a show. What's he doing? Who's running the Uno? Uno's running the operation. Uno. Get on the mic. Griff, give everybody Uno cam. There's Uno cam. Uno cam. Uno, what's going on in there? Where's Where Gibby? What's he doing? At Seattle travel meeting for today. Oh, conveniently scheduled at 1 o'clock. Yes. We schedule Fantastic. things very well around these parts. Fantastic. Seattle travel meeting. <laughs> well, I, you and I should have a Seattle travel meeting. We could do it on the golf course. We just gave you 12 minutes I'm of in. gold. I'm in. I mean, that's more than most people will give you. And so you 12 need. 12 minutes. That's all you need is is that right there. Uh, that'll take care of it. So he's doing a little travel meeting there is the gibbet. I feel like that's something where the information could just be disseminated to him at the conclusion of the meeting. I don't believe that he's, like, making decisions in the meeting. I think he's just learning things. <laughs> he's a travel agent. Right. Jason, how would you like us to proceed on the hotels? Well, I think it really feels to me like Actually, this should what? be a uh, – 767 flight as opposed to the traditional 757 on our transcons and i'd also like to see us yes let's upgrade it to the ritz carlton shall we more of a weston guy yeah. i know that you were booked into the jw but we're, yeah. i get i have points, go to, points, <laughs> I, have points. I gotta consider let's see if we can get that yeah. you know as for these meals I, to me this is just not what we're needed uh from a traveling party uh let's have some nice good. sushi we're in seattle yeah feels like solid feels like a win yeah seattle's a great town it is yeah. Although we're going to get, I don't know, we're getting the best of Seattle's what weather. We're getting, we getting bad stuff. What do we got? Well, it was. it's raining, I think, all week, and it does look like it is going to be cold. Looks like it's going to be cold there. I'm pulling it up now. I believe it's maybe 50, 52 at the most. And wet? Yeah, and not great. All right, let's, we got it here. Here we go. Um,. Come on, give me. Seattle's gorgeous all week until Sunday. Gosh, it's. Oh no, no. Here we go. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get rain. Doesn't look like seven percent chance. It's uh, 47 though. Is your high? Um. Chilly with times of clouds and sun. High of 47 in Seattle. There you go. So that'll be brisk. It will be brisk. Did you hear the crazy story out of one of the craziest stories about the Browns' victory? Okay is that this game featured the first birth of a child inside Lucas Oil Stadium. Okay. I I saw this somewhere in passing, but I did not give it I did not get a chance to properly digest the story. Continue. And that my understanding is from various reports that the woman in question was a member of David Bell's family who's from Indianapolis and they were right. there to all watch him, which is Wild. Yeah. Is Uno talking to us? Is Uno is he on the mic? I hear him talking. He's talking to Griff, I think. Are you talking to Griff? Yeah. Whenever he confirms that, Griff, when we say, Are you talking to Griff? and he gives us that good nod, Uno cam. Let's try it again. Are you talking to Griff in there? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. I mean, now I feel like we're completely justified in going golfing. Yeah, After well, that. he's out of his big meeting. Oh, here he is. This is a short meeting. Oh, man. Oh, look. We, have a we need to get a conversation with Sark. An entertaining quip to yeah. Gibby there. Yeah. Sark really liked it. Sark is loving it. Photo Jesus. 
Yeah, he's on it. There you go. He was striding around. Look how he strides around with his with his Yeti. He's got that orange Yeti that yeah. he's got on him at all times. So you can have, always stay hydrated. It's he's important. Got to keep that throat lube. Never know when a BPA is going to sneak up uh, on you. <laughs> right when the, in Ibs Boys reunion. Gibbe, we'd like you to sit down. There he is. We'd like you to sit down. We're going to have a better camera for you. We'd like you to sit down. We have questions. Are oh, you going to come in? Come on in. Come, come on, on in. in. Come on. The in. water's hey. warm. Here, let me get you. Make hey, did you get your uh, Did you get your shirt? By the way. Did not. Here, Dad, I don't know that that's even plugged in. Is it plugged in? Well, it will be in a Get second. Plugged in. Get yourself plugged in. There you go. This feels like a much bigger yeah. interruption than you just sitting at your normal seat. But I'm happy is, to have is you. Is he up? Is Uno's he up? Running the show. Uno, do you have him up? Do you Uno, have is he up? up? Uno, Cam. Uno, is he up? Thumbs up. Uno, Uno up. Cam. He's up. Up, yes. Oh, <laughs> you're putting him on. Of course we are. Uno, Cam. You're going what do you mean? Uh, Griff's back. Now Griff's got to come in and adjust the camera so you can nope, be in the I wide like shot. I'm off the camera. It's great. No, Perfect. that's not how it works. This is working. It's not how the show works. There was your authority. Griff stopped. Griff stopped. He did? Stop. Jeez. Griff. There you go. Here. Griff, don't let him. No, there he is. There's Gibbe. Don't let him boss you like that. So you, you, have a, you had to go to a travel meeting? Yeah. So here's my question to you because I see you holding a travel packet. Yeah. That travel packet in my – correct me if I'm wrong, but you had, you had access to that. Earlier, when we were talking with the debutante, you were able to pull that travel packet up, I thought. Ten minutes before the meeting. That's when I got it. Okay. Oh, that's a little So prep. what happened? Yeah. Cheat sheet. So cheat in the meeting, the meeting, we figured yeah. the reason you were in the meeting is because you're deciding, like, if we're flying at 757 or a 767, you're picking hotels, meals, in or meal are, you just, are you just in there listening? No. So it's logistically making sure that everybody's on the list. Chris Rose is calling the game this week. Uh, He's yeah. flying in separately. Uh, i got to coordinate that. Uh, so make he's sure flying that, in yeah. from LA. Yes. Yes. Right. So, making sure. I love that, when you write notes. Uh, <laughs> your notes. Your notes are the best. Like when you first started doing it, like years ago, it's copious. and I was like, oh man, he must be writing something important. And then usually it's. <laughs> oh, let me get my pen. Let me get my pen. I just no, want to no. make sure that we got. Yeah. So, so LA, that, 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 that note con like, consisted of LA to Seattle. Yeah. What time? What time we got to be on the plane? What time is it? Give me the time. Are we early? Yeah. When are you guys flying? Saturday or Friday? Saturday. What Saturday? time do we fly on Saturday? Uh, one thirty. We have to be there at noon. Um, well, you're picking up three hours. Are we doing the same thing as last time? Yes. So, um, look at the dismay on his face. Well, you wasn't the only one. Um, I don't understand. No, yeah, we'll talk about it in a break. Oh, sad. That's I like. Behind, I, the that's show, a behind the scenes. The, sh the show is the show. Yeah, not this one. Not. Nope. Um. <laughs> This means we may not be in our beds until Tuesday morning. Oh, sad. So, yeah, because we have to be bussed to the plane again. Mm -mm -mm. And everything is going under the plane. We're oh, trucking nothing. Oh, no. Look at, look at this. So, you hate this. Um, so will you guys told, be here Monday for Cleveland Browns Day? Yes. We're going to walk in. Not me. Yes, Very yes, barely. Not me. Very yes, I'm going to have to – I have to sleep. I'm a man. I'm 45 years old. You, you cannot need to sleep. You can't put me on a 48 hour heater. <laughs> I thrive. I thrive on it. Yeah, this is the same guy Saturday yeah, night that was in bed at like 10 o'clock. That's right. And he pulls a bed. Simon Gibbs. It's a business trip. Whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't. I actually wasn't in bed at 10 o'clock. The great Simon. I was not. But going to Kilroy's was not something I was willing to do because that That's would get fault. that can get. Hey, really we were loose. responsible. We I were was home at the by hotel midnight. bar. We, we watched sipping US. a fine bourbon cocktail like a distinguished like gentleman. Very nice, very nice. I don't get invited to those, and there is a reason. I thrive at true. Kilroy's. 
Is um, there a? I watched, you guys I watched USC and I watched oh, Utah, game, yeah. and then I came back. Like responsibility matters. I, I I was where I needed to be. Yeah. The um. All right. Do you guys have? So, do you know where you're eating in Seattle Saturday? Has that been established? No, but there's got to be been some in, great uh, fresh fish. We're not staying in Seattle. Oh, boy. where are we staying? We're, we're staying outside in the Tacoma. City. No. I mean, it, 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 maybe it's Seattle proper. I don't Cheney? know. It's 17 miles away from the stadium. The stadium. Oh. That's a bit. How so many? It's across a lake. How many bridges? I was going to say, how many bridges? How are many miles? The here? stadium and the airport, though, are close, as I recall, which makes me happy. I don't recall. I think that's true. I just recall. Right you, I've never flown in. I've only driven. I recall helping you get Skittles out of your coat and your hair at the time. And yeah, being a everything I was assaulted. You were assaulted Pelted with Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. Did you see what our sideline gurus got hit with this week? No. Hot Wheel cars. Who's packing those? The indie people? Somebody are? threw them at Gerard? It hit Clay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Hot assault. Cars. That is assault, 100%. <laughs> right. Hot Wheels, it's a metal object. That's, that's today's uh, society. That's t- today, that was were they trying to? Wrong. Were they? I don't know. Were they what trying they to were. hit them, or were they trying to hit the official? Because Gerard had reported from the sideline that there was a great deal of hostility towards that This was official. in the first quarter. This is oh. before... Oh, First quarter. South. Why are you so mad about so early? Yeah, relax. It was like 14-14 at that point. It was a shootout. It was really a track was. meet. It really was. Yeah. Everybody right. was having a so, good time. So, no, it just the West Coast trips are a little tougher. Logistics. Uh, you can say that again. And time difference and making sure everybody's on the same. So, Chris Chris, Chris wants us to break bread on, uh, on Saturday. So, you're in. Yeah, we'll see. So there you go. There you go. I'll let you know. Very good. It's a good job. To good debrief. Chris Rose. Good debrief. Yeah, good that he was there during yeah, the show. Yeah, I like it. I I like it. Look, we it, were in, it, I, I know like, it, it is be... not ideal. No, no, no. Our fantastic travel coordinator does yeah. a fantastic job of getting us in and out. There is no mm-hmm. there's no small talk. It's get in. Like, I know you for all the have other places. For the travel. Yeah. yeah gotcha. I know you have other places what to I be. Like... I don't want to take up your time. And she is. This travel packet is stupid detail. This is what and I it's like. It's crazy. Yeah. I like, and I want to, can we, I want to do a new segment sponsored by CCCM. Where Gibby debrief. So three C's? The Gibby debrief. Gibby debrief. Gibby yeah. debrief. So on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, let's have a let's have a Gibby debrief. Yeah. Next week's a big one. Yeah. Next week's Denver, LA. That's what I want. No, no, that's not no, next no, week. No, no. You got Arizona. That's after, after Thanksgiving, that. brother. Next week we start. Oh, you start planning. We have a giant meeting. Oh, right I look forward to that. I get, I'll block. A, I'll give you an hour. All right. On yeah. Tuesday and I want. That. Can we give you a note to head in there? The only question I have is golf clubs. Yes, of course. That's the only question I have. I have how, no idea. Where, Quite honestly, where I mean, do I take my golf clubs? I don't so think that they take how, my golf how, clubs. How is that going to be possible? What do you mean? Well, for sure, um, it's gonna, it's going to happen. And honestly, I would well, either, you, even if you somebody gonna said, get invited to play clubs. Well, so are you? And here's no, what I would I say: won't, I yeah. won't be. Yeah, even won't. if even if they won't, then you ship them. Ship ship sticks because you're not. I feel I like, like I don't. We, we're going to have a big plane. I know, but I don't. But you have to remember on the West Coast trips. Everything goes under the plane. We don't truck anything. That's fine. All fine. So I don't know how much room there's going to be. For... Doesn't matter. Your sticks get shipped. Thank you. You're, you're going. You're going to play yes. every day. That's how that's going to go. Don't you're going to be done with this show at 3 o'clock. It's noon. Noon. You're playing at 1. I don't know. You'll what be Bel Air one day. What if you ran into LD at Riviera? If I could play golf with Larry. No, no, no even, it, even in the vicinity. If I Let's could, not have the biggest ask in the history of the world. You think like that's the, the biggest ask? That would be my. I, it's your dream. He's one of your dream foursome. We've been 100%. over it. Is he so on social media? Be, Can we, like, reach out to it him? It would be, be like, as hey, big to. No, golf? I, don't, I yeah. don't think that he would. No. 
I think he might care if I maybe I got him talking about the Jets. Promised him some real VIP access for Jets Browns. Somehow you would have better VIP access than any that Larry David could get on his own <laughs> in Cleveland. Maybe <laughs> I was gonna go, but then this this Zagura guy he said he could hook me up for Browns sidelines passes. I think we'd have a great time playing golf. I agree. Uh, I think I think he'd would. enjoy it. I but let's go back. A I do as think much it, as I would. I do think it would be one of the biggest asks. Like that's a that is a dream ask for you because he's one of your four people. Your favorite thing, one of your favorite things to do in the life is to play golf. That's right. To be able to do it at Riviera with Larry David would be like three fourths of the heavenly bucket list. Stop it! Come on! Yeah. I, well, I we could we could check off a but lot of bucket could, list items in L.A. Could be part of the foursome. Great. All right, give it a good debrief. Good job, buddy. It's a lot of work this there week. There is. This is well. Just wait, buddy. More coming. It's a lot of work. Those are the hot topics of the day presented by Vivid Seeds. But now I'm it. here till three. There you go. All right. So let's play higher or lower. And well, we're going to do all, all that, that stuff. We better, have a new segment. Better or worse. Do we? Yeah, new segment. new segment. I'm sure Zagura has it going one way, and well, I have it going it a whole different way. Let's see so how we'll it goes. See. Your ticket comes to the pregame field pass parking, all-inclusive food and beverage, and a $50 Brown Shop gift card. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. <laughs> a brand-new segment. Coming your way next, you'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the National Football League. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of the Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to secure tickets for all home games in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash waitlist to reserve your spot today. This is a new segment, a new segment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You need your mic on? Yeah, baby. Um, it is called After Further Review. We have, a, have, we have a sounder for it. I have not been briefed on this segment. I have no this idea. This is my brainchild. Because I, I feel like on Monday, there's so much going on. I like it. Let's go. We don't get a chance to really like fly blind. get into the game. Where's the giant bee? The giant beanus. Get it. It's down there. It is down there. It's right by you, Gibby. <laughs> He's saying reach in there. Oh, all right. It's, you were I'm a professional. You were. Right down there. Right. He's helping you out. Come on. Uh, no, it's heavy. I reserve judgment on that. Give me that thing. Nope. I, let's see how the segment goes before I No, but it. I'm saying I don't even need to know what the segment is, and I'm going to be just fine. He's saying that he's the big B. Yeah. He wasn't. That wasn't for oh, me. Good. Yeah, I would give uh, – reserving judgment I miss on these. Do you remember the props? God, we had great props. Oh, it's boy. It's got to bring the props yeah. out again. Props are there. I think that they go hand-in-hand hand with pure joy. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, we like a great that. prop. We're trying to do a show over here, sir. Right. Mustaches. Oh yeah, there oh, were yeah, mustaches. Yeah, mustaches. The Pedro. The Pedro mustache. What are you talking about? The Pedros. Nerd. Yeah. Spumoni. Spumoni. Yes. All right. Let's do the segment. All right. So my thought of it was, and I thought I was only going to get four things total, but I, apparently I've been gifted four on each. Well, I figured, you know, right. we can go number one. One on offense, one on defense. Number okay. two. I was thinking first down, second down, third down, fourth down. But yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I like it. Workshopping it. <clears throat> we can be Let's flexible. Go. So it's just a way because we talk about the game, but then it's pure joy and then the hops on and then it just all of a sudden the show goes away. And like, I want to be able to, you know, this might be more enjoyable following a win after further review. I don't know how much 
reviewing we want to do of losses per se. Yeah, the Baltimore to, game and this would, is why I wanted to streamline it. The Baltimore game would not have been the most fun. And further, we lost. Yeah, really sucked. We're on to the bye week. Yeah. That's what I said. We're on to the bye week. And it can be that. So it could be maybe after a loss we can streamline it, whatever, or highlight things that were positives in the face of adversity. We're, just, we're not going to win every game. That's just the, the NFL, the parody you talked about at the beginning of it. Uh, four things that stood out. How do you want to do on Boda? Be like, thing one. Do you want some well, of that? No, no. First we have, down. We have, yeah, we have a sounder. Yeah. Right, Climax, sound. hit the sounder. Oh, Climax says sounder. Number one. No, no, no. There's like a, there's like a referee thing. <laughs> At the review. There yeah. Oh. Do you know how difficult it is to find yeah. one of those right now? For further review? Because yeah. they now do them when you're in commercial breaks. Yeah, and oh. then they come out and just say. Yeah. Here's what happened. The ruling on the field stands. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah they, they don't, don't, they don't do give it, you the whole. After yeah. further review. Yeah. So, all right. On the offensive side of the ball, thing one, yeah. David Njoku is having a sensational season that does not st- show up necessarily in the statute. I'd like to see him get more targets. I would like to see him more involved in the pass game. But what he is doing in the run game, and is even as a pass blocker at times, but what he's doing specifically in the run game is making this work. If you go back and watch Jerome Ford's 69-yard touchdown run, he has perfect technique, and his ability as a blocker, and also kudos to Donovan Peoples-Jones on that one, though, is what made that avenue so big for Jerome Ford. So that would be thing number one, David Njoku having a much better season than just his pass-catching stats would indicate. When they announced the uh, the Jerome Ford's run was 69 yards, Bootsy goes, oh, 69. And I go, so? <laughs> I go, so what do you what is what is that? You know. I said, No, I don't. What what do you think that is? And it's only of course because he has an older brother, because there's no way Payton would not NBC would not have known this when he was seven. And he has no clue. He has no clue. He just knows it's something. It's, it's something. Something. And so he's trying to sound cool? Yeah. Oh, 69. <laughs> okay. Moron. Next! At the review. <laughs> Number two on offense, we have got to talk a little bit about Jed Wills and what he has done the last two weeks. Jed Wills the last two weeks has turned in, I think, the two best games of the season for him, specifically as a pass blocker. He has looked good, and if you go back and watch kind of his down block on the final touchdown to win the game, he was excellent there as well. In this game, uh, just gave up two pressures on 39 pass rushes from an edge tandem that had been getting to the quarterback. They had seven sacks combined coming in, and Jed Wills is starting to play at a level that that we've needed to see. That is, you know, we... She's not worried about Seattle. She's got it locked in. She's just out there swimming, having a good time. Living her best life. Um, Busy week for them. We talked about how how bad it was for him at the start of the year. So to see him salvage a season here in the middle of it, good job out of him. And it's big. You've got to have it. Especially right now with the fact that we are limited on offense, what we have to avoid are those major negative plays. And he has he has been able to do that. You think about it at the beginning of the year. Yep, his major negative plays had catastrophic consequences, mm-hmm. and so to clean that up and have him playing well, that's something I think we can be very very excited about. Big Thanos continues to dominate. He's just ridiculous. What that could done. be that was going to be number three. Is that he next at the review? Dewan Jones should be a rookie of the year candidate. 
He should be an Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate. Of all of the rookies who have played at least 250 pass-blocking snaps, he is number one in pass-blocking grade. He is number one in fewest sacks allowed, number one in fewest pressures allowed. Last week, he allowed one pressure. If you look at what he did in matchups, just his snaps against Trey Hendrickson, Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, he's allowed six pressures total. Crazy. That's wild. And he's only allowed one sack, and that sack was credited to him. We went over that. Despite the the fact that he did not touch Bosa, it was a mental Mm -hmm. error more than it was he got beat. He has not been beaten for a sack yet this season. So he has been uh, spectacular in in that regard. Next. These aren't all going to be great, unfortunately. A lot of these are going to be good, and we're going to talk about, you know, we talked about some of the things that were very good, specifically in the blocking area. This one was not good. Outside of David Njoku... Our tight ends are very critical to what we do in the run game, especially when we're trying to run to the outside, and even if you were to look at it on that final touchdown. They have struggled. Our tight ends, not named David Njoku, have struggled a little bit as run blockers, and Harrison Bryan in particular has struggled in that regard. And so when you look at our stats and you see why do we have as, no, we're 26 in the league, which means we have the six most negative or no-gain runs, that's what's happening. If you go back and watch the tape of this game in particular on some of those big negative runs, that's where the breakdown was, and I think we've got to get that get that cleaned up. And I'll give you a bonus because Gibbe knew I was going to do it, so I'm going to do it to make him proud. Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper are getting open with great regularity. Mm-hmm. We have just got to get the football to them. Kind of critical. We are getting guys out. open. Schematically, yeah. things are working one-on-one-wise. Things are working. Marquise Goodwin, quite frankly. Marquise Goodwin could easily be sitting here after six games with three touchdowns that have gone for a combined 160 yards. Yeah. We have got zero of those. So we, we've got we to hit those a little better. But guys are getting open. And now to the defense. So this was kind of that feast or famine-ish type of game, but number one. At the review. Number one, Jordan Elliott is starting to play big-time football for the Cleveland Browns. When you go back and watch, he had a tackle for a loss and a sack in this game. They were both him absolutely dominating and manhandling Quentin Nelson, who has been a pro bowler every year he's been in the league, four-time All-Pro, considered to be He's like Joel Batonio, right? Considered one of the best guards in the NFL. And Jordan Elliott dominated him. And and I thought that was, that really stood out to me in this one. Next. At the review. Tony Fields had not played defense, save for a snap or two prior to this game. No Sione Takitaki. He actually played only two fewer snaps than Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa in this one. His tackling was elite. He was near the team lead in, t- in terms of tackles. His, And then he is a guy that when he gets his hands on the football, he's like Chris Carter. All he does is score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's got one interception for his career. Touchdown. He's got two fumble recoveries for his career. One of them. Touchdown. Yep. He scored two defensive touchdowns in very limited playing time on the defensive side of the ball. So shout out to Jordan uh, to Tony Fields for filling in. He had six tackles on the day and the touchdown. I thought he did a a very very good job in this one. At the review, Maurice Hurst is having an unbelievable season for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. He's got the half sack. We know that he probably could have a few more, 
but his swim move and his pressure have contributed not only to his own sacks, his own tackle for losses, which he had in this game as well, but to other people's sacks. He and Dalvin Tomlinson, their ability to push the pocket in pass rushing situations have been it's been awesome. And Maurice Hurst, that was a great find. You think about the overhaul of that defensive tackle room. Only brought one guy back, Jordan Elliott. He's playing very, very well. The guys they brought in, Dalvin, Mo Hurst, Shelby Harris, are all playing very well. And shout out Shelby Harris. This isn't a bonus one, but Shelby Harris for what he did on Miles' field goal block, getting on top of Quentin Nelson and not letting him get his hands up. Because that, by rule, if any part, if the fingertip touches Miles' shoe, yep, it's a penalty. So. He's probably not going to be able to do that again because defenses, are, their linemen are going to get their hands up and, and make it so he can't jump over. That was good job by Shelby Harris. That's after review. Bless you. It was awesome for Zadarius Smith, who probably should have about six sacks this year to finally get his first sack. Yeah, he's and it was the he's around the quarterback. His pass rush win rate is about eighteen percent, top twenty in the NFL, top twenty in the league. So he has played actually very well. Just hasn't shown up necessarily there. Led the team with two quarterback hits. Got that sack. Forced the fumble. Sealed the win. That was awesome. Yes, it was. And then you get a bonus. You want a bonus? A bonus. Of course, a bonus five. Bonus, bonus on D. Go After back review. and watch. Go back and watch. Review yourself. Denzel Ward's interception. You and I talked about it a little it's bit. Unbelievable. Yesterday. They run what looks like they thought it was a handoff. Juan Thornhill did because they're playing cover three. Juan Thornhill comes from the middle of the field thinking yep. that it's a run, fully bites on the fake. Downs releases to the inside. Now, we're lucky. If his route was to go inside and go post, yep. it wasn't. It was inside. Denzel sees that the tight end coming out is covered in front of him because Thornhill did a good job peeling off onto that tight end. And so he sloughs off into the middle of the field, reads him in his eyes, sees that Downs the only receiver there, and comes over and undercuts that. That was an incredible interception incredible awareness because he had stepped up too, got back was able to flip his hips see the receiver undercut the ball get the interception for the cleveland browns so i thought excellent job there by denzel ward yeah an excellent job out of you i think it's a solid segment right i like it plus pedro would approve nerd, nerd. lucky again good stats Stay within the rules. Good. Give me four. It was only five. ten minutes. You wanted yeah. four. That's, that's exactly. Review. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't going to be each one. Wasn't going to be super long. If there were things that you know stimulated discussion with, which it did with Bo, yeah, then we'll, very good. we'll discuss. Very good job. Thank you. All right. One thought. Every NFL game week seven coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Runs Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the preferred provider of copiers and document services for the Cleveland Browns. They'll tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit Ohio Business Machines. Dot com. Time for one thought for every week seven game. Hello, Gibby. Hello, boys. How are you? Fine. Very good. Uh, let's get right down to it here. Let's do it. Ravens 38, Lions 6. Woof. Zagura, one thought. It's just a dominant performance, right? A dominant performance by the Ravens. And, and you know, it's 38 to 6. It's a beating. This is their, you know, if they go on to be a team of consequence, this will be the signature win of their season. But it is amazing how you don't think about it this way, 
but how quickly a game can get away from somebody. So oh, the Ravens boy, yeah. took this the opening is... kick. They scored. Then they got the ball back, and then they scored. Then they got the ball back, and then they scored. And it was 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter. And the, the Lions had had the ball two times. They had two three and outs. They hadn't even gotten into the rhythm of the game. No, it's over. But it was over. Yeah. It was 21 nothing at that point. Then they get another three and out, and they scored again. So the first four possessions for the Lions, or the first three, they only had possessed it three times. By the time they had got their fourth possession, they were down 28 nothing. The Ravens scored on each of their first four, sandwiched in between three straight three and outs. And then that was it. That was the game. Ball game. Over. Dominant performance. Lamar Jackson is playing well. I said it when we played them. His his ball placement is excellent. They got the ground game going with Edwards. Zay Flowers was a stud. Uh, that was a great draft pick by them. It, it's a good team. They're a team that scares me when people are talking about Devontae Adams. Yep. Like they're not getting it out of Odell or Rashad Bateman. I think at some point they have to realize they, they probably aren't going to. But they've got right now a 1-2 with Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews. It's good. But that t- feels to me like a team that if you all of a sudden dropped him into there, like – they would be terrifying. Todd Munkin He's a is the best thing that's happened to Lamar Jackson, and this is the best that Lamar Jackson has played since he won the MVP. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw something at you. He I'm, was unreal. Can I? He's see, been good all year. Can I see what you think of this? Munkin has been our I'm Jim Schwartz. Get out of my head, Gibbe! I was going to say Todd Monken was as big an off-season acquisition for the Baltimore Ravens as Jim Schwartz was for the Cleveland Browns. Gibbe, I saw the wheels turning. I'm like, he's going to do it, isn't he? And he, then he, he sure he did. He it. Unbelievable. He, yeah. Schwartz equals Monken. Good note. Write it down. Yep. Copious. I, 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 do you feel that is? Yeah. yeah. I do, too. Yeah, Good I do. Lord. I mean, that's. I yeah, no, it's. Watson, I'm sorry, Jackson is has this is the best he's played in years. It's unbelievable right now. And he was electric set Sunday. Their only losses came to the Colts at home. Weird, weird loss. They and led the whole to game the too. Steelers. Yeah, that's hard. I don't understand that. Uh, up next, Bears thirty, Raiders twelve. Bishop, one thought. Um, I'll I'll take the Chicago side of this. Um, I don't understand how how what has historically been during their tenure, one of the most incompetent offensive staffs can get this Tyson Bajit kid ready to go in a week to be that competent to play and really be part of the reason they were successful. And then today on their social, they were bragging about how he goes from read to read. Like if he stacks another good game, like at yeah. what point do you say, I don't know we're, we might be better off here. Like that's crazy. Kind of reminds you the Bailey Zappi situation last year in new England, honestly a little bit, but um, they'll get tape and everything will get get sorted out. But like, how quickly a guy who played Division two football a year ago can win an NFL game? I mean, he was the first undrafted quarterback to win a game in the NFL as a rookie since 1950. Mm-hmm. It's first insane. what undrafted NFL quarterback as a rookie to win an NFL game. First undrafted free agent rookie. Got yeah, it. yeah. A lot of qualifiers, but it hasn't happened sure. since 1950. That's still that's pretty good. Uh, on the Bears side, my one thing is, if you don't believe it, come and feel it. And that's what exactly what happens. How's he not in the WWE? What are I, they doing? Where is he this week? I want a full parade. I want the full regalia. I want this guy on a microphone. He should be on McAfee's show. I feel like McAfee would be the guy that yes. would get Bajan's dad on and let's yeah, cut promos on each other. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. The other side, Raiders. Mark Davis, I know that you don't like doing this. You're going to have to eat that. you got to get that guy out of there. The fact that they started Brian Hoyer – no offense to Brian Hoyer, is 
organizational malpractice. Mm-hmm. Hoyer's now lost 13 straight starts for a variety of teams. You need to see this Aiden O'Connell. By the way, O'Connell comes in, goes 10 of 13 for 75 and a touchdown. Did throw a pick. Hoyer was 17 to 32, 129, two picks. Yeah, his quarterback rating was 37. What do you need? Why is he? But why are you even playing him? It doesn't make sense yeah. at all. No. Devontae Adams, get out of there. Yeah, he's got to go. get out of there. I mean, could you imagine you leave Aaron Rodgers? You're like, all right, I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to play with my buddy, my college Carr. quarterback, Derek Carr from Fresno Great State. Great running back. You and got- we're going to have a great time. And then a year in the middle of that, basically the end of that season, they basically benched Derek Carr for oh, who? Yeah, they for like playing Stidham? Him. That's right. For I Stidham? I think so. And he's not even with their organization anymore. No. Neither of them. No. Carr's gone. <clears throat> he's got, yeah. He feels to me like the kind of guy, though, and I don't like putting it in the universe, and maybe I'm doing that to like stop it from happening because when we secretly talk about it, I hope the Ravens don't do this. They yeah, always they do. They usually do. So, public, don't do that. Not there. Where's Dikembe Mutombo? Nope. I was saying something other from Dikembe Mutombo earlier, but it's not for air. Uh, Patriots 29, Bills 25, Zagura. I, I don't get this one. Flabbergasting. 300th NFL victory for Bill. Absolutely flabbergasting. I think the only thing you can say is that it was some type of honoring week in New England. It was. They wore silver pants and it, the whole bit. He did a big, great speech. I don't know if you saw the clip for Dante Scarnecchia. Oh, great. that's great. He got like he's Dante Scarnecchia. You need a Dante Scarnecchia, and, and they were able to uh, win. This game, I don't understand how they lose it. The Bills, I don't understand that. Mac Jones all of a sudden, 25 at 32, 72, two touchdowns. I, it, the Bills have a collection of just horrific, horrific losses. Fantasy-wise, though, Dalton Kincaid, go get him. If he's on your waiver wire, you need a tight end. He's going to be he's gonna be good. Dawson Knox, I think, went on IR after this game. Yeah. Um, just from the Bills' perspective, they are Im- impossible to read week to week. They have these huge lines every week, and they lose. I mean, this is the third time they've lost when they've been big favorites, so – I, I have no idea what to make of them, but typically when a team does that, it means they're not very good. And so maybe that's where we are with Buffalo. Onward we go. The G-Men. Nope. Get no comments for me. Second win of the year. They beat the Commies 14-7. to Zagura, do you have anything to add? I thought Jonathan. This is a joke. I mean, jo- this is these are two. These, what about Jonathan Allen? He was so these, fired up. That these, was fun. Two, these two operations have been wayward for a decade. These are These are two organizations that in our youth, were gold standards, yep. the Giants and the Redskins. And to think that they are what they've been now for, I mean, really a decade, both of them, just irrelevant. It's crazy. So, Josina Anderson reported today that there are multiple teams that are trying to trade for and then also offer long-term contracts to Montez Sweat, who has five and a half sacks, and Chase Young, who has five sacks. So, are the commanders fire-sailing? Believe it or not, they have a better. They're young players. They should build around them. I would. That's what I think you do with young studs. Young stud defensive ends don't grow on trees. No, but can they? After they have, they're so heavy into Allen and Deron Payne. I don't know. Uh, By the way, what's happened to Dotson there? That guy was really good as a rookie. They don't really throw it very well. I mean, but they love Howell chasing. Yeah, but it's fool's gold. Him, he is exactly what you think he is. Yes, exactly. Speaking of, what do we have next? Gutless, no more, at least for a week. The Falcons, 16, Tampa Bay, 13. Bishop, uh, I'll bring you in on this one. Thank you, sir. Um, Look, the Falcons, they're very well coached by Arthur Smith. 
I don't understand their long term play. Um, but this was this is more of an indictment on Tampa Bay, which oh, was yeah. really really chesty a couple of weeks ago, and now oh, of course. And now in this situation, well, we've seen that before. That's right. Yes, that's right. Great so, front so runner. Now it's it not this. now it comes full circle a little bit for them. Like that's you can't lose to that Falcons team if you're Tampa Bay and you're trying to win that division. Can't do it. No, and you wonder for Tampa, you know how many if if they don't right the ship if they continue kind of a downward trend, you know. What do they do? Is this a team that does maybe try to make a move for Mike Evans? Give Mike Evans an op- is he Does he join Devontae Adams potentially as a big-name receiver who absolutely could come help a football team? So they get the Bucks now at Buffalo tonight. That doesn't feel like a win, right? And Thursday then, night, you mean? Yeah, Thursday night. Sorry, I said tonight. Yeah, yeah. Thursday night. Then at the Texans, I wish it was who tonight. are fairly game. I mean, they could also be 3-5, and five, but they need to make a decision – between after this Bills game on what they're going to do. The trade deadline is Halloween, October the 3rd. We've already seen the Bayard deal, so there's there could be more guys like, I mean, of we'll all teams. Dude, I know. Come on. For like a fifth and a sixth for a seventh back? <laughs> for that guy? And Bayard? Yeah. yeah. He's a stud. Total stud. Yeah. The, well, the Eagles are all in and justifiably so and going for it. Up next, the Squealers win 24-17 over the Rams, who cut their kicker today. And I, I think you guys probably talked about it in we segment did. one. Picked up our backup. Yes. Uh, Zagura, one thought. So the Steelers have one game where they get two defensive touchdowns and they get a win. They have another game where they block a punt late for a safety. and, and They find a way. Pull, and, and then they win. This one, you have a kicker miss two me. field goals and an extra point, which are seven points. They turn the ball over in the red zone. And you, at some point, you got to give them a little bit of credit, right? Pickett actually, I thought, had his best this game. This is his best game 17 to 25, 230 yards. They got Pickens involved, 5 for 107. Deontay Johnson was back, 5 for 79. I don't know. I, I mean, it's stupefying me. The Rams needed to take care of business right there. They did not. Yeah, I, it's. And Puka Nakua is good. Really good. He's very good, yeah. He's, what, third in the NFL in receiving? Yeah, he's a fifth-round pick. Like, how did they find that guy? I have no idea, but they, they did. It's not like they knew it. I mean, they dragged, waited until the fifth round to get him, so they kind right. of stumbled into it. Um, yeah, I mean, this give Pickett credit here. I mean, I've been critical about what he is. Pfft, never critical of that operation. Look, he's got a business it's, Where's to his run. costume? Where's his costume? Everybody thinks getting into costume down at the stadium. What are you guys talking about? We have a meeting today after the show that involves costumes. What are you, Uno? Uno can't. Uno's not invited. The interns are oh, not invited. No interns? Oh, luck, Uno. You're all getting into costume? What are you two going as? I'm going to go as the macho man. Do you have all of it? Not a, not the top, but I have the bandana and the robe. And what the about you wearing the singlet? No, I'm not wearing the trunks. The trunks? I'm not wearing the trunks. They call those trunks? Yeah, those are called trunks. Those are not trunks. What are you wearing? They are I'm trunks. I think you should I, wear I'm, trunks. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to wear well, trunks. Well, Mach wore, did he wear pants too or just always trunks? Late in his career when he was in like WCW, wore pants and a, he wore like a cutoff t-shirt when he was like macho madness type guy. But when okay. he was the macho man race average WWE, always... he wore yellow trunks with the three stars, pink boots or white boots at times. And then he had his... Uh, Sometimes his trunks were orange. Then he had the, the glasses, the goggles. Yeah. The bandana. The robe. The robe. What are you doing? What are you going as? I'm remoting it. Good for you. Some people are special. I have post-production. Some people think, are special. I think that's a good job. Well, you. I mean, the meeting starts at 3. Some By the time I special. get to the stadium, I'm not exactly going to be there. I want time. this segment to be recorded for posterity the next time that he tries to give me grief about it. Anything. My, oh, you'll work two hours a night. Any of that.
No. Bottoms. I need you. Congratulations. I need you to. I like the fact that you that you said no. I'm good. I I, I can't. Like no, I even, it doesn't even matter to me about the logistics. I'm just proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Up next, uh, the team we will face on Dis- Sunday. Disappointed in me. Seahawks <laughs> twenty, Cardinals ten. Bishop, we got to go rapid fire here a little bit. No, let's take our time. Uh, well, we well we can't exactly. We do. Yeah, have, we I was going to say bit. we haven't even um, stacked yet. Why don't we continue this at, after the uh, top of the year? No, we'll get through it. Seattle hasn't yet shifted into what they're – I'm not sure what they are. They, Jackson Smith and Jigba caught a touchdown. They played without DK Metcalf. Um, but nothing has really come easy for them. No. You know, and yet they have a really impressive win over Detroit. I, I hope it doesn't, ha- doesn't start this week. But we have yet to see them really play like the way they did last year. Segura. Yeah, good team, good skill position talent. They can be explosive, but they they don't really seem to get out of you know first gear. They haven't put teams away, and and for an offense that you would think should really be putting a lot of points on the board, they put up 13 against the Rams, and they had a good stretch: 37-37 against the Panthers, 24 against the Giants, and then 13 against the Bengals, only 20 against the Cardinals. So they've been the last few weeks they're averaging below 20 points a game the final over the last three games. So this is a game where you got to limit them, and they will turn the football over. Geno Smith has been good this year, but he will turn the football over. And the Cardinals are exactly what we thought they were going to be. I mean, yes, they have. They're not plucky anymore. No, they're not plucky. They're not fun. They're just, it's bad ball. Next up, Gross, Broncos 19, Packers 17, Zagura. The Packers Packers really suck. They are. The Jordan Love thing. They knew exactly what he was the whole time, and they still did what they did. Tells you how sick they got of Rodgers. Like, he must have drove them nuts. It seems like he is. There's just no other reason to do what they're doing. Terrible. And, and all of a sudden, Russ, you know, in this game, 11 targets to Sutton and Judy, 11 catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown. That's that's a little bit better. They do that. We'll see, though. They have, they go to Kansas City next, or they don't go to. They host Kansas City next week, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Chiefs 31, Chargers 17, Bishop. Chiefs cooking. They're cooking. Yep. They're, they got Chargers, it rolling. They got it rolling. They, they did whatever they wanted. You got to fire that guy in, in L.A. Got it. Two yes. and four. Two make and four. A cha- they got to make a change there. They're wasting right now. Herbert and a lot of talent down there. And then on the other side, I think the Chiefs just need to start every game with, are you ready for it? Do, do, do. Little Taylor Swift. You guys I know if he knew that. I knew right away. I knew right away. The only song I know, for, I told you, there's the only song, I, the Shake It Off thing, is, is I think the only song I know. Okay, you question. would know a lot more question. than you think you know when you hear it. I don't. I don't know him. The boys don't ask is, for it. Is she? Okay. And then, so I'm going to give you two names. Her, The Rock. Would you agree or disagree that either both are, both are not, one is, one is not, and you can identify amongst the five most famous people in the United States of America? Sure. You would agree with that? I mean, I yeah. I, yeah. Probably with LeBron and Trump. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, I had him on the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who else. They might be like top. They might be top three, top four. I don't know. But they it feels are, like, like everybody would know who those people are. Taylor Swift and The Rock. Yes, The Rock. I think has slipped a little though. The last year has been rough for him. He isn't quite the hits that he had. Black Adam didn't go the way. Yeah. There was it wasn't like a year ago at this time launching Terramana, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing it. Yeah, yeah. Final one: Eagles 31, Dolphins 17. Sunday night foosball, Bishop. Hughes are good. As in color. Everybody just needs to go back to their great uniforms. So the NFL pushed everybody to uniformity. The same Navy's one Navy. Everybody wears the same Navy. Everybody wears the same Royal. 
So all of a sudden, when you see Tampa Bay or you see the Eagles in these colors, you're like, wow, we, where is that color? It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Oh, by the way, did you see what the Seahawks are wearing this Sunday? Are they wearing them? And they're Those beautiful. Gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They are absolutely gorgeous. Indescribably beautiful. Uh, Philly's got it rolling. And I like Sirianni saying the reason other people don't do our play is because they can't run it as well they can. as they can. And he's right. And he's exactly right. It's illegal. It's a, it's Until a, they a, say it's not. Absolutely it is. All right, Greg Newsom coming up next. Let's declare. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Pet Supplies Plus give you a chance to win tickets to home games all season long while providing the best deals for your pet over 75 stores throughout Ohio. Enter to win at clevelandbrowns.com slash Plus and receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Now here's Greg Newsom at the podium. And Greg, obviously came out with the win, but defensively, especially in that backfield, some, some issues tackling. What did you see out there and how do you respond heading into this week with what you were able to do out there on the field? Yeah, um, really, I just seen we just got to play better. I mean, um, that's just what it comes down to. We got to find a way to get guys on the ground, uh, keep our eyes true, and, you know, just we just got to overall play better in the back end, for sure. How do you expect to uh, address that, I guess, maybe in practice? With Jim Schwartz now as the defensive coordinator this year, this is the first time we've seen some of those breakdowns really uh, throughout the season. So how do you expect that to, to be approached in practice? Um, it's just sticking to the standard. I mean, I feel like we had a great week of practice. Um, you know, it just didn't translate all the way to the game. And I don't think we played a horrible game back there. We just gave up so many explosives, which is not in our identity. So, I mean, it's just really sticking to the script, uh, going out there, keep practicing hard, and keep trusting the process. Hey, Greg, you know, a- after that 49ers game, you guys are talking like the boombox defense, all that business. Is it – how difficult is it to – kind of like not get full of yourselves and play with that same kind of intensity that you had in that 49ers game? Um, it's not difficult at all. Um, you know, we're going to stick to that. I mean, we've been – we've had that swag the whole entire season. I mean, um, you know, we just didn't play one, you know, great game. And we've been playing, you know, really good ball. So, I mean, it happens. Um, it's the NFL. Guys get paid too. Uh, we just got to stick to the script, like I said, and just – you know, trust each other out there and just, you know, continue to have great practices. I mean, it happens sometimes. Luckily, we had an offense that was out there to, to have our back. It's complimentary football. Uh, we're definitely going to be better on defense, but, you know, it's not it's not difficult. Uh, we never get too high for ourselves. We we know the room we got, um, and even in a game like that, we know what we're capable of, so we'll fix it this week. Yeah, uh, Greg, uh, are you running out of things to say about Miles Garrett and just <laughs> what's it like when you – see him just take over a game the way he did in that first half? No, we were, we were joking about it yesterday. Uh, we had grabbed some food after the game. I was like, that's why you get paid the big bucks. But, nah, man, he's um, he's amazing. I said it before, he's the uh, you know, best defensive player in the league, and um, he's going to go down as one of the greatest defensive players to ever play the game. So, um, so glad to have him on our team. And, um, you know, a guy like that was able to make so many plays for us out there. Um, and bail us out a few times. So it's just amazing to have them on our team. And uh, a question on a couple of those long pass plays. Uh, you know, two of them went uh, for touchdowns. The 75-yarder was a result of some missed tackles. But that first touchdown looked like 
a rare miscommunication. That's something we've not seen from uh, this year. Is that what happened on on that particular play? And how do you guys make sure that you know that doesn't happen again? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a miscommunication. Uh, we 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 all knew what we were in. Um, it's just you know when we get stuff like that, we gotta as a secondary, we gotta realize um, you know our guys up front are gonna attack. Uh, we're gonna drop. We're gonna have some offsides. We know that. I mean. Those guys are trying to get out, uh, you know, get out there um, and, and get to the quarterback. So we're going to have some of those things. But, you know, as a secondary, we got to realize when those things do happen, we got to find a way to, you know, get deep because at the end of the day, it's a free play. So um, that's definitely on, on us as a secondary. Uh, we, we didn't have a miscommunication on that play. We just got to, you know, keep our eyes better and, and, and play with better technique. Hey, Greg, it just seems like watching this defense this year, like the the mentality just feels so different. Like if something goes wrong, you guys always seem to bounce back. You bend, don't break, all of that. I mean, I guess, do you feel like that change from your, your earlier years in the league to now, to this year? Does something feel really different, I guess? For sure. Um, I just think it's just the confidence we play with. Like we play with so much confidence. Obviously, we gave up 30-some points, but honestly, on the sideline and on the field, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like on the sideline, we're still pumped. We're still jacked. We want to go back out there. We want to go make plays. So um, it, it's just so great to see, you know, from a defense that obviously didn't have our best day. But at the end of the day, we didn't flinch. Um, and we made enough plays for us to get the win. So um, it, it's definitely, it definitely feels a lot different. Um, we're just a lot more confident. Do you think it's like, like the part that Jim plays in that plus like the new guys, like, is it all, like, it doesn't seem like there's one root cause of that confidence. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, w- I would say it's a multitude of things. I, obviously, Coach Schwartz is, is at the forefront of this. Um, I think he's, you know, given us so much confidence. Um, and even him on the sideline, you know, he's next play, make a new play, you know. So guys aren't – we're not dreading on the sideline because we're giving up plays. We're, we're continuing to play. But I think Coach Schwartz is at the forefront of um, that energy that we bring. Hey, Greg, um, obviously when you talk about the confidence not being shaken, um, when you look at – how the Colts were able to have some success yesterday. Did you feel like they showed anything that you guys might be vulnerable to moving forward? Um, not really. Um, it, it just really comes down to, you know, just attacking um, up front and then us as a secondary. I mean, we haven't given up that many explosive passes, you know, the whole entire season, with, and we gave up, I think might have been three or four that game. So um, that's definitely on us in the back end. Um, we got to play better. You know, we're going to play some man. We're going to do some things like that. And when we play man, we got to win. Um, and, you know, Coach Schwartz is confident in us to win. So, um, at the end of the day, we just got to find a way to win. And, you know, as a secondary, we're going to be better next week. And when you talked about the offsides and then having to keep playing, like, do you feel like guys let up for a second because you could tell that Miles jumped on those two plays? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even me personally, like, I've seen it and we kind of just chill. But, you know, we kind of got to have that mindset. You know, when they do jump, get deep, you know, um, because they're just going to throw one up. And whether it's complete or not, it's going to be their ball anyways. Or even if we pick, it's still going to be their ball. So, yeah, we just can't get complacent on those uh, on those plays. Uh, yeah, Greg, I have two things for you real quick. Um, the first one is you, you've been super supportive of, of Deshaun and making sure that everybody knows that, you know, you guys, uh, he's got, you know, you guys have his back and all that kind of stuff. So um, just wondering, did you have any words of encouragement for him or, or anything when he was over there on the sideline kind of being disappointed he couldn't be out there helping you guys win 
Now it's just, man, we got your back. I tell them that every time, and I tell that to every quarterback and every offensive player that, you know, walks off that field. Uh, we got your back no matter what. Um, we obviously support them. So that was just the only words I always tell them, we got your back. And just also wondering, um, like, in the life of a, of a cornerback, uh, when the game is on the line like that, um, you know, did you almost in a way feel for, for Burks for getting those, uh, you know, those calls at the end? Because, you know, sometimes they can go either way and they, they decide a game. I mean, what's it like to have to live on the edge like that all the time? <laughs> nah, it's, uh, it's horrible, honestly. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you kind of can't put it in the in the hands of the officials. Um, so just that's why we kind of preach, you know, being – technically sound and keeping our hands low and things like that. Um, because at the end of the day, we, I mean, that's, that's just how the league is now. Um, you know, a lot of those 50, 50 calls are going to go to the offense. So, um, you just kind of got to find a way to, you know, be a technician and, um, you know, don't play with your hands. Don't be as grabby. Hey, Greg, I, I asked why at this too, but you've got a different perspective because you're playing an entirely different position. What is it like to play in a game that has eight lead changes that feels like it is constantly hanging in the balance and, you are constantly in a spot where you got to make a play. Yeah, um, honestly, it's not fun. Um, obviously, we would love to win the game by 30 every single time and be easy. But honestly, those are moments that I live for. And as a defense, we live for that, you know, finding a way to get that one stop. Because there are going to be games where teams are scoring, we're scoring, it's a battle. But it's whoever can make that one play to win the game. So, you know, when it's when it's games like that and we get to get on the field and get our offense to stop and get them the ball back, we you know, we live for moments like that. So um it's definitely not fun at all. I'll tell you that. I'd rather win the game by 30 or or you know, make sure the game is over already. But you know, when we're out there, we're just like, you know, let's get the ball back for offense. Take us inside your mentality and and which is more difficult for you when you're playing in a game like the one you just played that can be mentally exhausting because you can't seem like you take a play off or is it more difficult when a situation pops up where you've got to turn the switch on and maybe you've been on cruise control because you've got a 20 point lead for a bit. Um, More difficult there. I would say they're both kind of difficult. Mm. Um, Honestly, this one, I mean, when our offense is rolling like that, I mean, I'd rather be in this situation knowing, you know, we get that one stop, get them the ball, they're rolling, you know. So um, they're both pretty difficult, though, for sure. Greg, we talk about complimentary football and, and even on the defense, how you guys boost each other up and keep that confidence. But when you are on the sideline and you're seeing the offense get that game-winning drive or the Corey Bohorquez give you guys good field position, Dustin Hopkins make a really good field goal, what do you say to to those members of the Browns and how does that kind of play into how you guys go out there on as a defense and, and want to play for them? Yeah. Um, we just say, man, love you guys. Uh, we got each other back. I mean, you know, Kareem constantly comes over to us. We got you guys get us a stop. Like that's just how we are as a team. You know, if they get stopped, we tell them, don't worry, we got you. We're going to get you the ball back. So I think it's just that complimentary football and just us being a, honestly, a band of brothers. I feel like we all are so close on both sides of the ball. Um, and when one, one side of the ball is not playing well, like the defense wasn't playing that well, the offense is coming to us saying, look, just get us a stop, get us the ball back. We're going to win it. Um, so I love being on this team, and um, it's definitely a complimentary football. All right, there's Greg from the podium. Coming up next, we'll go around the football world. A lot of stuff happening, including uh, that trade of Kevin Bayard. We'll get you details on that. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans, with your local Tide Cleaners during the month of October for a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Browns home game, you'll automatically be entered to win with any purchase. We had a trade. The Titans traded former All-Pro safety Kevin Bayard to the Eagles for a 2024 fifth-round pick, a 24 sixth-round pick, and safety Terrell Edmonds heading to Tennessee. All in. Yeah, as they should be. And listen, remember, they lost space. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Average Dodgeball, the average Joes. Yeah, that's good. That's solid costume. That makes me smile. Do you know what um, I d- identified Zagura's uh, hoodie? The color, I think I have it. Have you? Because I couldn't. I've never seen that on anything. But then it, there was a familiarity to it. I'll get to that. There was a familiarity to it, right? It's the color of the Indiana Jones jacket. Yeah, the bomber jacket. Oh, bomber. Yeah, yeah. Which That's would make the sense. The salute to service is the. It's the. It's the Indiana. The hoodie, bomber. not so much. No, the hoodie. The, hoodie, no, the, the color the of the hoodie is, is found in a in a diaper. That's. I think you have that right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do have that right. Yeah, and I know they don't want to keep running Which the same. Which is sad. Yeah, they don't want to run the same stuff back all the time. But like, I was I told know. it's a great fabric, though. Not kidding. I said but that it's to a great Scarlett. Fabric. And he said, "Yeah, but it's such a great fabric." Oh, really? <laughs> That's what Scarlett said. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Have you felt that?" Hoodie? I said, "No, no, I've not." I avoid. Yeah. Yeah. And worried said, about it's it. Great worried fabric. Yeah. Man, he's fired. <laughs> fired up. Fired up. S. He's not happy with me. Oh, that's beautiful. I think I my answer that. was pretty apropos. He, he attacked me personally instead of the facts of what I said, yeah. of my assertion, which is gaslighting. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I have to read this tweet. The NFL is better than college. Every NFL team would beat every college team better. <laughs> He's the one who said he can't listen to anybody who thinks the NFL is better than college. <laughs> Every team the NFL beat their they're better. What do you mean? What do you want? It's a better level. If it's a better it's a level, level. What do you want from me? It's the highest. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Poor ass. Yeah, Poor the ass. Panthers would go in there and they're as bad as there. They'd smoke somebody. <laughs> Vegas Raiders, maybe not. That's funny. no, they would. They would. They would be able to. That handle. is very, very no. funny. Yeah. Um, Philly seems to have a never ending ability to add dudes. And they've been they've been this way for 15 years. They they can get they're always able to get people. It's well, they, Howie Roseman always has a way because they're going to bring for people it. In. No, but even they've done this over and over again. I mean, that. Feels like anytime there's a fire sale, they're first in the line to to scoop it, swoop in. Of course, because they're smart and there's an inefficiency in that market that they're exploiting to their yeah. benefit. And you think about last year, they got Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Now they weren't able to give him. He wanted more money. They were willing to give him. So how did they do that? They replaced him with Kevin Bayard for nothing. Yep. Which is a great move by them. They freed up money because Hargrave left. What did they do? They draft Jalen Carter, who is better, a beast. Yeah. Oh, he's better, but he's a beast. Great uh, nickname, too. Baby Rhino. I think that's just a spectacular nickname. I, I'm pretty sure he's full-grown. He might be full-grown Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins are going to be featured on this year's season, in-season edition of Hard Knocks. That is a potential. I'm very excited. I didn't even watch it last year. Give me all the McDaniel content I can What get. was it, the Cardinals last who year? Who knows? Who cares? I think Cart. They've done Colts, Cardinals. Colts, yeah. Cardinals. I never Cardinals. watched it. I, I watched know. a few episodes. I don't have time. Yeah. The NBA starts tonight, no time. for God's sakes, which I was unaware of. The baseball stuff's going on. NHL's a week and a half in. You got M- You got all the college football and NFL. I don't have time for, for another hour. No time. In August, I got all the time in the world. No time. No time. By the way, Rhino, there was a professional wrestler named Rhino who yeah. started in ECW. And if you ever look him up, he has the widest body with the littlest arms of any human ever that I've ever seen. But he does a means. His spear was called the Gore. 
as a rhino would gourd you with its horn, and it was very effective. That's pretty good. Who wins in a fight, a rhino or a hippo? I would think eventually a rhino. I don't. I've heard hippos are pretty. They are. But here's the thing, though: Are we going on land? I mean, if if it's in water, hippo massive advantage. But I think on land, I'm gonna go rhino because at some point it's gonna be able to get. That one, it's going to at some point that gonna horn's going to get you, one, and that's going to be a problem for them. Yeah, it's a hell of a weapon they got on the end of their nose, right? The hippos, hungry, hungry hippos, good at getting those balls in there, but I don't know about eating a rhino. Yeah, I don't either. Like, you have to eat a rhino to like. That's yeah, a good game. That was a good, very good game. I love that game. Yeah, yeah that was good. Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill did not practice today. Mike Vrabel says if he can't play on Sunday, the team will play both Malik Willis and is this Willis? a joke? What is he doing? Is that a joke? Got to be a joke, right? You just play quarterback. Pick one. You've had them both. Or say that we're going to play. Right. And you know he's not the guy. That's just why you drafted Will Levis. Play Will Levis. Get him every rep that you can get him. And then you, I think you, they could have packages yeah. for Malik Willis, which would be maybe what this is saying here. But if we're talking about series here, you get a series, you get a series. That's nonsense. This is, no an, this is the national. That's college stuff. College stuff. That's S. college stuff, S. Can't do it in the in the league. Cannot have it. Uh, top four college teams right now. Give a. I would go. Oh, go ahead. This is. Do you want to guess here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I enjoy that. This will be good. Georgia. Okay. Ohio State is not two, but Michigan's two. I think Michigan, Ohio State, mm-hmm. and then fourth. It's a test of your eyesight. When's the last time you had? Uh... Eyes are very good. LASIK. Thank you. LASIK, yeah. Um, Colorado. Despite the two losses. <laughs> That's all I heard about was Colorado. <laughs> and the loss to, <laughs> Is it the, Alabama? The, the loss to Arizona State a is, couple of weeks ago. Is it Alabama? No, I Actually, know, I know it losses. wasn't Colorado. Um, no, I would go. Oregon? I would say the top. Michigan's played nobody, but they dominate who they play. So I would have them number one. Except the Falcons. I'd have the I'd have yeah except the Falcons I'd have Georgia two okay I'd have Ohio State three and I would probably have Florida State four Oklahoma on the outside looking in fifth Washington also in there uh, Washington seven, that's no. who it is Washington's did they beat Oregon on the uh, missed field goal they right? did they were pretty bad they were bad last week they survived uh, at Arizona yeah uh, right Arizona State Arizona State Sun Devils um, yeah yeah. Arizona so, had a good game against somebody. Was it USC? Yeah, Washington's right there, too. I think Ohio State has the best resume. They're not the best team right now. That doesn't mean they can't get there. They have they Maserati have Marv. Yeah, they do. They have they have the better nickname is Farmer Gronk. That's the better one, the tight end, Cade Stover. That's pretty good. That is good. Um, Martin Harrison, does, he's Martin Harrison Jr. Wins. He doesn't need a nickname. He doesn't. His, need name, is, his name is it. Is that's the it. resume. Yeah, that's it. And Gibby also asks, who's your Heisman favorite right now? It would probably be Michael Penix Jr. at Washington. It's the quarterback from Michigan. Uh, J.J. McCarthy at Michigan and Marvin Harrison Jr. would be the yes. would be on the on that list. He's he's going to get be. right now. I saw. I know we don't do this a whole lot, but right now I saw like 21, 20 to one Harrison to win the Heisman. I want you to know I'm in a good. I'm in a dynasty league that is where you like basically have your roster and only you get to add is you know waivers or trades or yeah. draft rookies. I'm tanking for Marv. I want Marvin Harrison on my team for the rest of his career. I think it's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I want that. That that'll work out. Just fine for you. I'm a, well, I'm trying. I'm t- I'm I'm in the the tank is on. But then somebody, I won one week inexplicably, and then so I gotta shut it down. No more. Can't yeah. have that. No more. Can't have that. Um. All right. 
We'll do a little higher or lower coming up next. That's called better or worse. Yeah, that's true. You're listening to Cleveland Runs Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, Howard Hanna has the answer. Delivering a winning strategy for breaking down the game of real estate as the market leaders in Northeast Ohio. More buyers and sellers trust Howard Hanna to be their winning home team. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today for more. Time for a little higher or lower, better or worse. Presented by Keep It Fun Ohio from the Ohio Lottery. Who reminds you, know the risks before you gamble. Hello, give it. Tuesday. Tuesday. Means a little higher or lower via the athletic. Better or worse. Hey, I um, Josh Kendall. Before we get started, absolutely. Let me. I want to see if you guys can guess this. So this is the the thinking is this is going to be NDC and his buddies' last like group Halloween, right? So they wanted to go as a group. It's not though. No, I know it's not. There's Halloween has so many more valuable things that come later in totally. life that they will understand Whew, later. Yeah. But for right now, like their last yeah, traditional. Costume, what are they going as? Well, I'm going to see if you guys can guess it. All right, so the NWL, Ghostbusters. They said they wanted to dress as a group. Got it. Okay, they wanted to dress as a group. Was, that's where my guesses were. Coming and they from. wanted to be a little bit scary. And one of the kids said, "Well, we're, we're, maybe we could even go viral." Okay, so that's so. Then they came to me for help. The mother said, "Well, what what do, what could we do? What would be what is something that would be cool that would have all of that?" And um, and so then uh, the only hint I will give you is '80s nostalgia. It's the only hint I'm going to give you. Little Goonies. Tough on the costume. I think you should, they should have all gone as predators. <laughs> it would have been amazing. Like all yeah, of them. Could have been hard on the costume, though. Costume. Yeah. Short notice. 80s nostalgia. Star Wars, they're not going to go viral for that, so no. And uh, they all got to be... Fighter uh, There's pilots? one other thing I should have said. Uh, they all are, they're all dressing the same. Yeah. So they're all dressing the same. They should have gone as a boy band. Gremlins. Give us another hint. Um, show had a the, the movie had an incredible popularity, eighties nostalgia, and then a renaissance as a television show. More recently, eighties. That's we just ran it up back as a TV show. Ghostbusters. No, is that he did that show? last year. He did that last, did that last year. year. Okay. And Bootsy last year was uh, Maverick, great, which was great, tremendous costume. That was good. And it's a TV show now. TV show now. I, have I don't know. No idea. I'm, right. I'm right, not here watching. We go. Here it. we go. Here we go. I'm having them dress as Cobra Kai dressed as skeletons. Oh, like it, like it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. A little bit terrifying. Can we have one of them go as the shower? I don't know that any of them have seen the movie. <laughs> Somebody needs to be the shower. You need to have three yeah. Cobra Kai by guys way, and one shower. By the way, Danny LaRusso deserved to get his ass kicked. In that shower? In that operation. What he, in the shower, the fact that he put water on LaRusso or on uh on Johnny Lawrence. Well that was the that was dumb, but the shower was actually great when he was able to that was, bring her into the shower was, curtain. It was, that it was, was nice. The, she never would have got, fallen for him. The idea that he put Elizabeth the water shoe? on Johnny? Come on. Well man. that was Come on. You're gonna you deserve what you get. And then he doesn't can't get out of there quick enough. Come on, terrible plan. 
Terrible plan. Then Miyagi had to come out. Yeah, those Cobra Kai I, guys were locked in. All right, we need how many people are in the crew? Four. What we really need is we need five. So we need to. Recruit. I can find another one. Let's yeah. get a fifth. We need three, three or four Cobra Kais. Three Cobra Kais in the skulls. We need a Larusso in the shower, and then we need Mr. Miyagi. I could do Miyagi. Yeah, you could be. A, you'd be the best Miyagi. Be it would be. Yeah, good. you be Miyagi. I can do that. And then when the kids are around, you. Yeah. You rough the kid. Hey, <laughs> that's enough. I was thinking about going as the inst- the other instructor, the Cobra Kai guy. Oh man, he's so bad. That guy was so great. Strike first, strike <laughs> so hard. So no great. mercy, sir. So good. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? So no, good. sensei. I like those. Guys. That was great. Your clues were spot on. Yeah. Spot on. I think if they want to go viral, yeah. If this is the goal, you need somebody in the shower. Yeah. And you need like Miyagi. That. Yeah, I need you the need, showers. Gonna you be need a lot. five. I, I don't know if I can turn the shower that quickly. I mean, I feel like it's just a circular piece of pipe, a shower curtain, a shower head. Oh, so you can weld this. You can weld this. <laughs> weld it all. Yeah, yeah I feel like. I bet you could get. Can, can you? Hold have, on, hold on, hold on. I feel like at your palatial estate, <laughs> that you have to have at least one, if not a series, of handymen at your, on your speed dial. You you say Dave. Yeah, Dave. Do. Craft this. Dave says, no problem. Here's the fee. Associate with it. You say, good. And now we're viral. Now we got a guy. Now we got a guy. All right. And you I got, think, I'm I writing th- it down. Shower curtain is needed. You need three Cobra Kai's, a LaRusso, and your Miyagi in that little, like, tan suit would yeah. be awesome. That little outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Carry around a bonsai tree. I like really, it. like, let people know, hey, I'm yeah. Miyagi. What, what's yeah. happening? All right. Uh-huh. I like it. All right. We'll work on that. Chopsticks, catch flies. I mean, let's do the whole thing. Tell didn't, the kids, though, take forever you know what's the best When you were watching that movie, that it just takes forever for him to get good at karate. It does. I mean, it's like 30 minutes of painting and other stuff. Like, come on. Let's go. But it was important. That was the you know, I understand, dues. but, like, it takes forever. Well, I didn't like it, and I'm glad I wasn't got doing Elizabeth it. got Elizabeth Shue out there and her prime running around. Yeah, and we're, we're going putt-putt. Yeah, and, yeah but on, he got that so. beautiful car out of it. He did. He yeah. got the beautiful car. I do think, um, I think, yeah, I think this is it. I think All that's right. it. I'll the, work sh- on. the shower. It's big. Josh Kendall, power rankings, the athletic. Good. I, I my other like note was going to be if you were going to make NBC be Larusso. Yeah. That like before he goes out to really get into character, you should make him like paint some fences or something. <laughs> like all right, before you go out tonight, like yeah, method. <laughs> in that, I need you to paint that fence. In that, in that scene, Larusso's <laughs> in, in a West Chandler uh, jersey, a West Chandler Chargers jersey. Oh baby, yeah. All right, higher or lower. Go ahead, get it. Higher or lower, number one, the Kansas Better City worse. Chiefs. Can't go higher. Are they lower or are they just right? Bishop. It's 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 them or Philly right now. Uh, They're back. What I like about this guy's power rankings is he is using what he just saw last weekend, which I think is always really cool when people do that. So I have no problem with Kansas City. One, you could to me it would be them or Philly, but I have no problem with them. Uh, they're humming right now. They are. Zagura. Yeah, they're number one, and the uh, Eagles are number two. Last year's Super Bowl champs. Run it back. Last year's Super Bowl runner-up. All back. Next. Higher or lower. Eagles two, Ratbirds number three. Last week he had them 12. Number three, the Ratbirds. Zagura, higher, lower, or just right? I mean, that was one of the most decisive, dominating victories that we've seen this year because it wasn't 70-10 to 10 against the hapless Broncos. This was against 
a quality opponent and a team that had been, you know, considered to be amongst the league's elite in the Detroit Lions. So, you know, I have no problem with that. Miami's losing. Buffalo's losing. Detroit was in the conversation at three. They lost to the Ravens, as a matter of fact. So I got no problem with it. I think actually Baltimore is is just right where they are. Bishop, yeah, same. I they get a, he gets this right. He's I, I love this again. This is what he just saw last weekend, not what I think they're going to be or what they are at their best. What they were last weekend, the Ravens are third. It's where they need to be. All right, so I will just ask you on the next three if you agree or yep, or, or not. Number four, he's got Miami. Okay. Number five, the 49ers. And number six, the Lions, all of whom lost. Right, can we have just a brief Miami conversation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it to be medium, not just brief. Okay. So they've, they've if you look at who they've beaten – not many quality opponents. No, there isn't. So the two teams that they played that are they played three teams that I think of like talent. The Chargers, who they beat in week one, um, and then Buffalo and now Philly, and they're one and two in those games. So like were they this is the it's almost like a college football conversation. Were they as good as we thought they were? Or what do we make of them? They remind me of an old ball coach team. A Spurrier team with Danny Werfel that would just Florida. annihilate teams that were. And this team may have actually done better than that. Because they Danny won Werfel the national good. title okay, and he right, won yeah. the Heisman, yeah. Well, I'm going to go Spurrier in the preseason <laughs> in Washington, also with Danny Werfel, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. Where they lit everybody up that was not trying. trying. He did Urban before Urban. Totally. Same. And thing. then in the regular season, no. And maybe this team is one that can beat up on lessers in such a dominating fashion, but they are not able to match wits with the elites. I like it. Yeah. Now, what will help Miami, and I was just reading this, did you know they play only one team with a winning record, the Chiefs, between now and Christmas Eve when they play the Cowboys? You could go on a run there. They should go on a run. They will. Yeah, they will, because they will obliterate those type of teams, for sure. It's interesting. We just stumbled on that. I never thought of that in that perspective. Like, if there was 24-7 coverage, was Spurrier's disaster in Miami? It wasn't as disastrous as Urban because there wasn't the off-field stuff, but that was an abject failure. And, oh, yeah. And remember how stupid – he thought he was going to throw it all the time. He thought guys were still on go routes. He had Danny Werfel and Shane Matthews were his Shane Matthews, the kids yes. who he played for at Florida. Um, and then real quickly he's like, wow, you know what? I'd rather just go back to – I'll go to South Carolina even. Yep. Before that he tried lay, uh, lobbying to get the, the uh, Gator job. When they hired Urban instead, um, I just thought of that. Like that, that's yeah, an no, no, unbelievable that was, that was flame out, and he was just bigger as, flame out because Urban was, or him. Oh, him for sure. Saban actually did okay uh, with Miami. He was okay. They just blew it on the quarterback. Like if he would have yeah. got Breeze, I think he would have stayed in Miami for a very long time. I think Saban actually was over five hundred so, the first year. To be fair to Spurrier, he did go twelve and twenty, which compared to what Urban Meyer produced, two years. Was, was significantly better than that. So he goes in the NFL. He goes to them in 2002. Yeah. After he resigned his position at Florida, came the head coach, five-year, $25 million, most lucrative coaching contract in the history of the NFL time. After a fast start, they led off the preseason in Japan where they beat the Niners 38-7. to They threw for over 400 yards and were accused of running up the score. Oh, yeah. It was like and, Urban. Yeah. When Urban was 
how he coached in the preseason. They Not went, my fault they can't score. They seven. went 4-1 and in the preseason, but then they were able to slow his offense. By the end of the season, they were ranked 25th out of 32 in scoring offense, finished 7-9. and nine. And then in 2003, they started 2-0, finished 5-11, and 11, and that was it. Marvin Lewis was his defensive coordinator, left to go become the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and that was, yeah, that was it, two years. So they had Werfel and Shane Matthews, and then they drafted Patrick Ramsey. Yeah, the kid out of Tulane. Out of Tulane. Snyder pushed for the drafting of him. Spurrier said he would not play him much during the rookie season. He was pressured to use him by team officials, and Ramsey was starting by game four. Yeah, Snyder was a mess. But yep. he, he did the same thing. Like, he thought he could run fun and gun, which is basically, I have better athletes than you. We're going to run four goes. Good and, luck. And it, the same thing Urban did. Remember Urban had that press where he said, I want to be balanced, 250 run, 250 pass. Remember that? Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it was the same. It's very similar. Saban, by the way, went 15 and uh, 17 in his so two years better. in Miami. So, Urban is Nine and seven year unique. one, and then six and ten in year two. Here he goes. Spurrier spoke about his NFL coaching experience during SEC media days in 2014. Quote, when I left Florida after 12 years, I thought I was going to coach in the NFL for five or six, retire to the beach, play a bunch of golf, travel around, this, that, and the other. But it was a bad plan. It was. Later he found out that was not a real good idea. But that's the way I was thinking back then. He said, I went to the team that offered the most money instead of the best situation. The owner and the personnel guys, they picked the team. I couldn't even pick the quarterback in the second year, so I knew it wasn't going to work, but that's okay. Probably didn't do a very good job, and the situation wasn't what I was looking for. So it was time to move on. Move on, we will. Yeah. Next. Higher or lower? The rest of the top ten, since we only have a minute left. We're Just having get your fun. thoughts. Browns, seven. Jacksonville, eight. Cowboys, nine. Bills, ten. Number 11 is the Bengals. I'm, I'm fine with all. I think Jacksonville's ahead of us Not right now too. because of where we are yes. in the pass game. Like, you can't be 31st in the league in passing and efficiency and be ahead of Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a legit uh, Super Bowl contender. We have a Super Bowl defense, but they have you have to have a Super Bowl offense. The rest of it I'm fine with. Yeah, I, I think Jacksonville is probably ahead of where we are. It's interesting that this has us ahead of the Steelers, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, Jags, Seahawks, who we play this week. And we have the potential. We just have got to get this quarterback situation figured out, and I think tomorrow will be an interesting day, certainly in that regard. Are we going to get – here's the other thing. Deshaun Watson has not, since leading up to week three, had a full week of practice. Do we get that tomorrow? So much more to come. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Car, truck, or motorcycle accident caused your injury. Call the injury lawyers, 1-800-ELK-OHIO, for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. NBA tonight. The I didn't even realize it until till about halfway through this morning. I only knew it because they were talking about it on the Manicast with Clay. Yeah, they had Clay on last night. Yeah, <laughs> Clay's like, they're like, why aren't you watching? Shouldn't you be watching film? Does Steve Kerr be mad you're doing this? He's like, I've been in the league for a decade. I know I know these guys. I know what I need to know and about This Durant is game one guys. of 82. Right. Yeah. Ask me in five months if I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. So you got that. This is the sports solstice. Everything's going. You got you got the uh, LCSs on both sides. We have a game seven tonight, I think, don't we? Texas is in. They Texas won. is in, but I think the other one. The other one goes seven. seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we did. Coach will be watching that. If I were to tell you guys when you were uh, when you were wee little lads that the 
uh, a football game at noon, a college football game at noon, would do double the rating of an LCS game in prime time. I don't think I would wrap your head around that. Yeah, maybe I would. And I how much more would it have done had it been at night? Like it was. Oh been. my gosh, eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It did ten million. Yeah, at noon. Yeah, yeah. I watched it from the plane on my phone there for two hours. There you go. The next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Runs Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.